Hey, what it do, sports fans? Welcome to the Sports Live podcast brought to you by Multimedia Live. I'm Sboom Jigeliso, your host, and I will be joined by various guests on this exciting new podcast to discuss the latest ins and outs of the sporting world. Now, I didn't think I'd have to bring bad news. I do have good news as well, um, but I didn't think this week would be the week that I announced that I will be stepping down from hosting and co-producing the Sports Live podcast. Yeah, this is the last episode. You will hear my voice on this very podcast that we started in uh, the end of May, June last year. Remember our first episode, which aired on the 5th of June, which was called Major Wonder, Mabunda's Bushiri Complex. I was sitting down with Mashat Mpahlele at uh, the Arena Holdings building and we were really just piloting this idea and thinking that, you know, I don't know how far it will go. In fact, the idea came about because, you know, right after I'd been involved with the Bob's cast, uh, the, the podcast that I did with Kobani Bobo, the former Springbok, I approached uh, Scott uh, at pod meet i went to vets downtown johannesburg for a nice little social networking or podcast networking gig uh, which is called pod meet and that's where i got to meet other aspirant podcasters or people who were already doing podcasts and that's where i met uh, scott smith as well as Paige muller and i pitched them the idea of having this very podcast on Times Live, Sowetan Live, and all multimedia platforms. And it turned out to be a great day indeed because they were like, yeah, give me a shot. We exchanged details and from there the conversation got going and the ball got rolling and here we are. We've done probably 50, close to 50 episodes. Uh, This is officially episode 39, but there have been all sorts of off-the-cuff specials in between there, I remember when there was that Eben Etzebeth controversy coming in and, and calling people. And that was very, very exciting. And of course, it culminated with us winning the SAB Sports Media Awards Newcomer of the Year for the audio category. And I accepted that award on behalf of uh, everybody else, I guess, who was part of uh, making this podcast a success. I can include... Scott in there, who's the head of the uh, multi-media live department at Arena Holdings. Uh, Paige Muller, who's the audio assistant at the same company, as well as Innocent Manike, who did a lot of mixing and a lot of stuff in the background to make everything sound really, really good. I can also thank uh, the sports department, which chipped in when I needed uh, analysis and the the, the views of... uh, sports writers especially arena holding sports writers uh, the likes of mark stradham ninao and logo who i mentioned before kanye sotwaku and it's a pity we couldn't get more i mean Sowetan guys um, also chipped in and i really really want to thank everybody that came in and featured on this podcast we've obviously had loads and loads of players and coaches that have come in. Um, I remember when we had Banyana Banyana head coach Desiree Ellis. I was so starstruck in the studio. You know, I was slightly nervous because she was the highest profile interviewee that we had in the studio at the time. And I think to date still, I, uh, we don't, I don't think we've had a higher caliber person or who holds a higher position than national team coach. 
uh, than than we did when we had Desiree Ellis. So I'm really, really proud of the guys and the effort that we really put in. But because of uh, my career pursuits, I'm I'm having to step away from the podcast and uh, uh, pursue other other ventures which might conflict with what I'm already doing. Uh, or what I've done already for the Arena Holdings Group. It's been a pleasure. And uh, I hope you've really, really enjoyed the stuff that we did, man. I mean, bringing you stuff from Island and Tens, talking to uh, Bantu Olomisa when uh, he said that Mbuisen Inglovu was not the god of sport. Uh, I remember talking to Warren Whiteley and Ryan Kankowski minutes after the Springboks won the Rugby World Cup, speaking to Bucky's Porter before we won the World Cup, saying Sia will lift the trophy. Man, he should give me some lottery numbers, that guy. And there were so many other great episodes. Peter Stemmett joined us from Doha, where Team South Africa had competed uh, in the World Athletics Championships and didn't do well. And uh, we unpacked what in the world went wrong there. Junior Steinbank came in and we talked about what it actually takes to become an award-winning sports journalist. And that was a great episode where we got to chop it up and, and really talk about the profession. We've, we've had some very, very, very good in-depth interviews. I remember speaking to Mzuake Ngosi as well as Piwe Nomlomo who are both now within the Golden Lions and Sharks ranks about nurturing young talent in this country, especially black young talent. And that was amazing. I remember unpacking the Apiwe Yankee story and most recently doing the uh, 50th anniversary Kaiser Chiefs tribute that um, that featured uh, Lebohang Manyama as well as the man himself, the founder himself, Keza Mutawung Sr. And that was an amazing package. We took two weeks to put that together, bits and pieces. We had a lot of help, guys like um, Velile Mnyandu, uh, previously known as Velile Mbuli of the SABC. Uh, we got great studio assistance uh, from Udo Karaser, as well as Justice Killian who let us record uh, the Lebohang Manyama interview. And speaking of which, this episode, which is the final episode, is the full interview I had with Lebohang Manyama where he's talking about his time in Turkey, coming back to South Africa, getting into an accident, getting injured, not really kicking on right from the start in his return to South Africa, having left as the best player in this league. Yeah, he was the PSL player of the year, the year he left to go for Turkey, to go play in Turkey. And when he came back, his star had waned a little bit and a lot of people weren't sure whether he was going to cut the mustard at a big club like Keza Cheats, of course, the biggest club in the country. He did come back and what we saw was, especially in this season that's been interrupted by this uh, worldwide spread of the coronavirus, Lebohal Manyama has stepped up to be the fulcrum of the Kaiser Chiefs team, him, him and Nukovic, I think, have been the two best players in the whole league. I would go so far as to say Lebuhan Manyama is my leading candidate for PSL Player of the Year should we come to a conclusion in in this very season. If it ended now, you'd get my vote. If, we, if, if the chairman said this is it, cut-off cut point, we give the league to Chiefs, Lebuhan Manyama would be my player of the season of course he got the winner the one and only goal in that crucial Soweto derby in February uh the 1-0 win for Kaiser Chiefs over and above that man I think he's got about six goals this season 
and 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 some assists in there as well. His goals have actually contributed to winning games uh, in the Kaiser Chiefs team. I remember in the very first game of the season, they were playing Highlands Park, a very, very tough Highlands Park team, which I think they played at Mohulong Stadium. And he got them over the line there as well. I think he scored twice, uh, including the winner two, four, four, for Chiefs to win 3-2. And that they set the marker for the season. And that, I, I get to chat to him to chop it up one-on-one with Lebohang Manyama to speak to him about, you know, coming back, what it means to play for Kaiser Chiefs in, in the 50th year. You might have heard it if you, if you, you might have heard a little bit of it if you heard our Kaiser Chiefs 50th anniversary tribute episode, which was on the 5th of Feb. And guys, you can easily access all these episodes that I've, I'm speaking about. They don't automatically disappear just because... I am leaving the podcast. Just go to timeslive.co.za, go to the multimedia tab, go to podcasts and click on Sports Live. There you will have the full list of our previous conversation. But for now, for this very last episode with me, Spoom Jigeliso, as your host, we have Lebohang Manyama. Really hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. One of the best interviews I've done this year. And I'm glad I have to, I can go out like this. I can, I can give you guys some of the, my best, absolute, absolute best work. I'm sitting with uh, Lebohang Manyama, Keza Chiefs attacking midfielder or striker, depending uh, <laughs> on what job you, you want him to play on the field on that particular day. Um, welcome and uh, thanks for agreeing to chat with me, brother. Uh, Spuda, it's always a pleasure. Man. Yeah. How's, how's the season been uh, so far? I know when by the time of this conversation, Chiefs are top of the log with a, a nice gap. Um, at the top, but how's it been for you to be back in South Africa and to be back playing regularly again? Yeah, obviously, uh, it's been a good season, I think, for the team. You know, for, for a lot of guys, we've done pretty well. You know, to to put ourselves in the position that we're in, you know, at this moment. And and yeah, for me personally, you know, it's uh, more of a relief, you know, that I've, I've managed to play all the games. You know, this season, uh, obviously coming from from the obviously the disappointments in Turkey and then coming back with the injuries, you know, the car accidents, you know, certain things that I couldn't control, you know. But yeah, I always had the support of the team, you know, the support of the coach, uh, the whole case achieves, you know, the, just to 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 they helped me, you know, in terms of getting obviously my confidence back first and foremost, you know, and and yeah, obviously coming back to help the team and. I can't say I've really hit top form, you know, but yeah, I think so far so good. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people. I'm not sure if you had this in the back of your mind, uh, but a lot of people had been waiting to see a Lebohang Manyama in a, one of the top three teams. So when you got to Chiefs, did you feel like you had a point to prove? Uh, obviously, uh, separate Chiefs, you know, from a very young age, you know, always. Always thought I could I could eventually join the club, you know. Obviously, it couldn't happen a couple of years ago. Mm. But yeah, I mean, uh, to play for for Chiefs, you know, it's, it's pressure itself, pressure every day, you know. It's, it becomes part of your life, you know, and it's it's kind of pressure that I like, you know, in terms of there's no easy games, there's no friendly games. The Chiefs, you have to be at top of your, your, your performance each and every day, you know. And obviously, 
you have to also deliver in a certain way because you represent so many people, you know, mm. the support that we have. So, so yeah, it's, it's been good, you know. It's, it's pressure that I enjoy a lot, you know. I always try to fight for the team, obviously for the fans. You know, they've been with us through thick and thin, you know. And, yeah, I think so far so good. But, obviously, we know where we want to head as a team, you know. But you got to take it one day at a time also. Yeah, and it uh, looks like you've... You have the right chess pieces. Do you enjoy the players you play around? I mean, if you look at that front four, we're talking Kamapelia, we're talking Castro, you're talking Nukovic, yourself. I mean, and 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 right there in the mix, uh, uh, George Studio is there. Uh, do you do you enjoy the guys that you're surrounded by? Yeah, of course. I mean, there's, there's a lot of talent in the team. A lot of good youngsters that have also come in, you know. And and I think the most important thing is that we. We've, I think the senior guys have stepped up, you know, it makes it easier for the young ones. And obviously, yeah, playing with players that are of Kamas level, Nokovic, you know, Castro, you know what they've done before, you know, Bennett Parker, Katsandel, George, as you mentioned, you know, those are heavily experienced players, you know, and I think we, we've stepped up, you know, the Carlosos, the Towers, they've, they've done very well. A couple of other senior guys, you know, Rama, they've been around. Yeah. Itu, you know, Daniel is a number one for Nigeria, you know. Then you have obviously Bruce that's coming also from the Afghan. I think we've mixed it well. Mm. The young ones also, you know, the Zuma stepping up also always helping the team, changing games for us, changing crucial games for us, you know. Yeah. So I think it's more or less what's worked for us is that we, we've played as a team and we've stuck together, you know, in good and bad days because we know you cannot play well every day, you cannot you cannot uh, win each and every game, you know, yeah. but yeah, we take it and we've we've had our circle that we say we keep everything within us and we fight for each other and if it doesn't work out, then we'll try again in the next one. Yeah, I want to take it back a little bit to the time at Cape Town City where you were nothing short of sensational, um, scoring goals, assisting, playing with, um, there was Aubrey, Aubrey Goma. Yeah. I mean, that season where you were PSL player of the year, 2016, 2017. Did you ever think that maybe, did you ever go through that season and think, man, it, it just, football doesn't get better than this? Or, or if you'd ever reach those 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 levels of playing again. Uh yeah, obviously I wanna do well each and every game that I played. Obviously that year was very special for for me, but also very special for a team like Cape Town City because you know nobody gave us a chance, and also even there I played with some very good players. You mentioned Aubrey, you mm, know mm. the likes of Robin Joannes, They were very good. Roland Pusher, you know, mm, mm. Nodada was. Was was showing yeah. signs of the player he is today, you know. Mm, mm. The Judas, Sia Medi, we had very good players. Yeah, look you at know? him now, Judas. Yeah, yeah. We, had a, we had a very good squad. Also there, it was more of a, you know, being a leader, you know, mm, but there were also mm. other leaders that helped me a lot, you know. Uh, Vincent Kobola was, he was the, the, the main guy, you know, that led us through everything because of his experience, obviously, mm, you know. Mm, mm. And yeah, Everybody keeps on saying, you know, can I reach that level? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you would you top goal scorer and top assist, or was Aubrey the top assist? Aubrey was the top assist, okay. but, I was but you were also, also high in the assist yeah, category as well. Yeah, 
you know, I think uh, obviously you grow up, you know, I was still young at the time. Now it's a matter of also the position that I have to play because like you mentioned, you know, you have Kama, you have Castro, you have Nokovic, people that are firing in all cylinders, you know, Zuma. Mm-hmm. So I've had to probably play a bit back, you know, but yeah, I mean, it's a position that the coach trusts me with, the guys trust me with, you know, so obviously its roles are different and obviously now I'm a bit more deeper, you know, but yeah, I try every day, you know, to to obviously contribute, you know, uh, sitting on like 11 is assists now, I think it's good, you know, I still believe I can score more, but obviously our front three is it's just nothing less of sensational, you know. Yeah. They're scoring in all cylinders, they're scoring week in, week out. Yeah. So there's nothing we can do. We cannot change that, you know, just to accommodate me because maybe I want to play a bit higher. Sometimes I think I drop back and it's more for the team, you know. Like mm. It's not about individuals. So I'm not really worried about being the best, you know, Chiefs. All I want to do is just obviously put Chiefs where it belongs, you know, and contribute in that and then we'll see individual rewards what will happen but it's not really in my mind yeah do you enjoy the responsibility uh side of it whereby you know you we spoke about pressure early on um i think you you you, you captain at aces um you captain at city. I captain at uh, city yeah. yeah do you enjoy that responsibility yeah of course i mean it's it's i've been in the game my 10th season now and and obviously, when you get to that kind of age, obviously, with the experience that I've had, mm. I also have to share it, you know, to the happy machines, the, the novels, you know, the, the, the Njabula plums, you know. So, yeah, I mean, the coach has given me that responsibility with the other guys, obviously, with the other guys that have been even there longer than me, you know, and mm. I learn from them every day. And, yeah, it's a responsibility that I enjoy. Because obviously, you know, in life there's pressure everywhere, so you you gotta live with it. It's yeah. Not much of a problem for me. And the Turkey experience, how was that for you? No, it was very nice. You know, uh, mm. played with some very good players. I was fortunate, you know, to play with probably the the best ever African player, you know, and, and Samuel Eto, you know, mm. and mm. learned a lot. Obviously, it was difficult, you know, having three coaches in one season, mm. you know, and. And obviously the coach that brought me there when he left and it became more difficult, you know. But yeah, I mean I didn't really I didn't it didn't really break me, you know. It was disappointing that I couldn't really show what I could do, you know, mm-hmm. obviously because of football politics, but it's a, it's a, it's an experience that I went through and it it didn't really break me, you know. I took that with me and I said, Yeah, sometimes it doesn't work out, you know. So if it doesn't work out you have to move on and you have to learn from it. Yeah, and did it, you know, reinvigorate your your desire? Maybe, you know, sometimes you can be at the top of the mountain and then, you know, sometimes you think that everything is coming too easy. Um, did it did it sort of, uh, you know, wake you up to the fact that, hey, I can still play, I can still work hard and, and contribute to teams? Yeah, obviously, uh, I'm a player that, that trains very well, you know, and when you see yourself training very well but not getting that chance, it, it becomes frustrating, you know, and also far away from home, you know. So it was really, really, really tough. But, but yeah, it, uh, it didn't break me because I'm one person that, that believes in themselves, you know. I believe mm-hmm. in myself that, look, if it doesn't work out, then let's try the next one, you know. And luckily, and I knew that if I wanted to come back home, 
I had options uh, to go, you know, I had options, a couple of options. But obviously, Kaiser Chiefs was the one that I thought, you know, let me go to Chiefs, you know, to obviously with a huge fan base to bring my confidence back, you know. Unfortunately, I didn't have a pre-season with them. And then I came back and I tried to, to get fitter and fitter. Yeah. Then there was the accident, the knee up in Jen, mm-hmm. you know, so it was one bad thing to another. Yeah. But I, obviously, I've got a, a very good support base, you know, I've got a very nice family. They supported me, you know, and the club helped me through all of this, you know, and I felt important even though I wasn't playing, you know, oh, yeah, on the field. But yeah. I could see that, you know, there's huge belief in me from the coaches, you know, from Kaiser Chiefs that eventually if I get a full preseason, they not have the kind of season that I'm having right now, you know. So, so yeah, it didn't really bother me that it didn't work out in Turkey. The thing is, when things like that don't work out, then, you know, there's so many people that want to speak, like they know the story, but mm. only I know what happened, you know, and people that are close to me. So I left it and, yeah, here I am right now, yeah. still pushing, still fighting. Yeah, it seems like the experience made you strong, and that's that's really what it's about. I think they're supposed to grow and then be a better person, be a better player. Yeah. Are you still close with uh, my money, Peter? Yeah, he's he's a, he's a yeah, I think he's a father figure, you know, he's everything. He's done mm. a lot for me, you know, and I don't think there's any way that I can repay him, you know, because he's done so much for me, for my family. Still does, you know, it's still, we still speak each and every day. Mm. We usually live five minutes from each other, you know, and, mm. and yeah, I, it's, it's one who is somebody that I, I hold in high regards, you know, first as a person and obviously secondly as what he's achieved in his life, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we we very, very close. Growing up in, in, in Alex, now you grew up in Alex, yeah. did you, when you make it out and you become a footballer, do you, do you feel, I think in the States they call it survivor's remorse, where, you know, you left a lot of friends behind, you left a lot of people that you grew up with and a lot of them look at how successful you are. Do you, do you often feel, Hore, feel, I don't want to say feel bad, but do you, do, do you feel some sort of responsibility to, to your community? Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, first and foremost, I represent Alexander. I try to put put Alex on the map, you know. But yeah, like you said, you, you leave a whole lot of people, but it's, it's, it's about choices, you know. I think we all have a choice coming from such a tough place, you know, and sacrifices. You have to sacrifice, you know, for, for your dreams. And, and I chose that path, you know, but I, I'm i not that kind of person that thinks he's better than everybody, you know. No, they, even in my hood, they know I'm very humble because I know where I come from, you know, first and foremost. And, yeah, I try to help in whichever way I can, you know, but obviously people... Well, think you can do everything, you know. <laughs> but sometimes you can't because also have responsibility, also have a family, you know. But yeah, yeah. I try to, to help. I, I'm i always in Alex most of my time, you know, because yeah. I still have friends there and people that don't see me different, you know. I'm still the same guy that grew up there. You still hang out there. Yeah, yeah hang out there. Still a lot of friends, you know, that I grew up with. Uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously, when you come out of, of such places, it also builds you to be stronger, you know, mm-hmm. and and it's very important that you don't forget that where you come from, you know, that must keep you pushing, you know, because yeah. you don't want to go back there again yeah. in that place. But obviously I try also to help others as I was helped by my money period, you know. 
try to help others reach uh, for their dreams, you know. But obviously, you cannot help everybody. But yeah. I still do my best, and and I think uh, people in Alex know that I try. They still appreciate your contribution. Yeah. No, that's great, man. And uh, you know, people think that Turkey is tough, but South Africa can be can be a tough place. I'd like to see how many Turkish players could 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 come and live here in South Africa. You know, but that would be quite interesting. But um, back on to the, you know, uh, uh, your 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 growth and and everything else. You know, I li- I like to speak to a lot of pros about what they would like to do. You know, post their career. I know I know you're very focused right now on being successful for Chiefs, but when the highs of of being a pro elite footballer are finished, what's what's level Manyama going to do? <laughs> Obviously, obviously, try to give back, you know, the community, obviously, try to get not another level Manyama, but obviously another player that can most probably reach even the higher than I've reached, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know about coaching. I, <laughs> I think it's football is it's good so much, you know, but yeah, I mean... Obviously, we, we discuss it, you know, with my manager, you know, see what we can do. And then, yeah, obviously, you got to also secure life after football, you know. So, so we try to, you know, see what we can work on, you know, try to see how life can be. But uh, I think I'm a bit far off from that. Yeah, <laughs> that no, no, you still, yeah. still, yeah, still, still, still be very much involved in the game, you know, because in this game, you know, you cannot leave it just like that. You yeah. know, it's something that you you grow up with loving. So you also got to, you know, try to, to help others, you know, reach their highest potential. Sure. But not only in football, you know, life is so many things, you know. So, yeah, we'll see as the years go by. But obviously there's foundations that we try to lay you know to see mm. obviously how life is going to be after football how do you motivate yourself on a day-to-day basis is it music is it do you have uh, people to you talk to what 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 drives you how do you get yourself up when you're feeling a bit down on your luck uh, first and foremost i appreciate every day you know because not everybody makes it every day you, know, you have to understand you you are blessed to to have seen another day you know, cuz mm-hmm. life is as it is but yeah to, i i want to be better every day first and foremost be a better person obviously try to improve on my weaknesses in terms of football but most importantly is to be try to be a better person try to learn put so much knowledge you know about life cuz you can never know everything in life it can never be perfect you know and and yeah i I think it's it's more or less obviously enjoying being, you know, being blessed, being mm. uh, grateful for what I am, for who I am. You know, I think that's what motivates me. And, and to know that there's millions and millions that could have been where I am, but they're not there. So I must know that I'm really, really, really blessed and, and be grateful to it, but also respect, you know, everything that I am. Yeah. And playing for Chiefs in its 50th, anniversary uh year what does that mean it's a huge honor it's a huge honor you know it's something i think probably it, it will never be forgotten you know will just be part of the history you know because obviously you know chiefs is a very big team you know obviously the couple of years past couple of years haven't been successful you know but i think we are slowly coming there you know but yeah we we take it one game at a time you know 
we keep on trying every day to improve on, on things that we, we, we don't do well in the past games or probably in the past training session, you know, but it's a huge honor to be part of such an institution, you know, it's, a, it's probably, I think by far the best, you know, institution I've, I've seen in South Africa, you know, the way it's so run, mm -hmm. the professionalism, the fans. I don't think there's there's a team that's sold out games like we have this season. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a time where it's just you know, yeah, game after game, game after game, sold different provinces. You know, so yeah, you have to understand that you're representing millions and millions, and people love Chiefs so much. So you have to give 150 percent each and every day, whether it's a training, whether it's matches. Yeah. You have to be at your best, you know. But obviously, you cannot be at your best every day, but at least try you know we try to show that we play for the bench with a lot of passion you know and i don't know who said i don't know who said uh, chiefs doesn't play any away games <laughs> yeah, we, i don't think we have an away game because everywhere we have the most fans yeah you know? yeah, but obviously yeah that comes with with winning games you know and if we keep on doing well then we keep on having more fans you know coming mm. to the stadium because the end of the day these people pay their money you know mm. some even bet with their money you know mm. to mm -hmm to watch us so you have to know that you have to give your best each and every day i know sometimes it doesn't work out they get angry but yeah we we are also human beings you cannot be perfect each and every day you know but we try to give 150 in all the games that we play and make sure that we come out on top you know and obviously make sure that it's it's good for their money's worth you know so so yeah we're very grateful for the support you know and and we'll keep on trying to get better and better now, finally, what could you learn from Keiza Mutawung Senior? Uh, he's like the father figure, obviously, at Kaiser Chiefs. Well, not, not, not just the Chiefs. I mean, he's a person admired in the business world. He's admired throughout football, um, let alone what a skillful and talented player he was. He became a national, a national treasure. To have him, like you know, in the same corridors as, as naturally as you guys every day. Do you guys actually appreciate the fact that here you are, you know, playing for this club, but also is there if you want to speak to, to the chairman, shake his hand? Yeah, I think I think the, the best thing about the chairman is that he's, he's so humble, you know, he's so down to earth. You can see how how he got to be where he, he is today and why he put Chiefs where Chiefs is today. You know, you can see that he... He, he breathes probably the club, you know, he's mm. so humble, you know, after all the achievements, you can see that he still wants Chiefs to get better, he still wants to be a better person, you know, and I think the humility is the, is the best thing about him, and I think it's, a, it's what's made uh, him build such an institution, but also contribute so much in South Africa in terms of football and, and all the businesses that he is involved in, you know, it's because I think he's so humble and hardworking you know and and i think that drops off everyone at the village you know and and you could see that uh, the club is brought to uh, was brought up with a lot of of love you know and 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 a lot of hard work through him you know but also you know through the person that he is you know and we i think we're very lucky to to be there you know first and foremost i think that's the one thing that he 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 keeps on repeating that you know we must know that everybody wants to there's a lot of people that want to be a Chiefs, but we are the chosen ones, you know, so we must appreciate first and foremost him and appreciate being Kaiser Chiefs players, you know, because mm. it's not everyone that can be there 
and that's why we have to fight for the patch week in week out and also uh, show gratitude, you know, for what the chairman has done for Kaiser Chiefs and South African football. Yeah, and uh, now I don't want to jinx it, but that trophy, the Absa <laughs> Premiership, uh, do you want to see yourselves holding it at the end of the uh, Yeah, obviously we... we we would love to, you know, we would love to, but same, I think it's the same at Sundowns, it's the same at Vets, it's the same at Pirates, mm. how they're playing right now, you know, Super Sport always in the mix, mm. you know, we would love to, but it's it's not something that we, we talk about, you know, we talk about the next game, trying to be better tomorrow, trying to be better the day after tomorrow, you know, we don't think about the 9th of May. But yeah, we are human, you know. Obviously, it crosses your mind. <laughs> you yeah, try to picture yeah. yourself, you know, uh, holding that trophy. But you know, we've got stiff challenges. We're still coming, you know. We know Sundowns will never give up. You know, Pirates will always be there. Vets are very mm-hmm. a very tough team. Yeah, you know, to play against. Super Sport, very good. I think that's more or less the the top six that. That's that's the other five teams that are behind us, you know. Those are the teams that we know that we still have to play, you know. We still have to play Sundowns, we still have to play Pirates, we have to play Vets twice, you know. And at the gap that we have could all be gone in those games, you know. So it's very important that we just think about the next game, you know. And then after that game, we think about the next one, you know. Not try to think about the end product or where we're going to end up. I think it's just to enjoy the moment and try to be better in the next game and just take it one day at a time, you know. Excellent stuff. Thanks for chatting to us, brother. Good luck for the rest of the season. Thank you. I really appreciate it. All right, that's Lebohang Manyama, Kaiser Chiefs attacking midfielder slash striker. Hey, depending on where you want to play him. The man will probably play in defense if you do that too. <laughs> thanks for the team everywhere. Thank <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Cheers, brother. That's it for me, Spoom Chigeliso, and you've been listening to the Sports Live podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. I really appreciate the opportunity that I've gotten, the freedom to express myself, to put out the content that we've put out for this podcast. And yes, it did win us an award, an SAB award. Uh, I've, I've done my part, and I really hope uh, whoever takes it on from here takes the podcast forward you will be hearing from me soon but details of that you'll get on my social media follow me on twitter i'm at smoo underscore mjigeli so uh pretty much everywhere instagram as well at smoo underscore mjigeli so that's where you'll catch my next move all right i'm out cheers <laughs>